0: Welcome to the Edified Equity podcast. My name is Dino and here we focus on all the unique benefits associated with being a passive equity partner in an apartment syndication. You can learn more about us on the web, Facebook, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube and our award-winning blog on BiggerPockets. If you like the content, please subscribe, like, share comment, rate, and review. Today I have on episode number 35, we're Hanging 10 with Jason and Keely Yarusi. So let me give you a little bit of a backstory. Hi, welcome.
1: Thank you.
0: It's great to have you. A little bit of a backstory because this is something different that I recently started in 2019 where I'm taking some guests, which are for the most part friends and partners of mine, through a Hang 10 series. So the backstory is, uh, and I, I grew up, I grew up skateboarding. And when I was in the military, I picked up surfing, which is uh, actually the, I don't want to say a sister sport because skateboarding came from surfing. When there wasn't any waves, it's how sidewalk surfing started. But anyway, I picked up surfing and surf mostly off of the Atlantic, um, off the coast of Virginia, North Carolina, and a little bit of Gulf of Mexico as well. But anyway, I loved it. It was a combination of, it was a great way to escape just clear your head, it was athletic, I was in the water, which I'm I'm from the Gulf Coast, I'm from the Gulf of Mexico, so it really made me feel at home and it just took you to a place, you know, with interacting with nature like you wouldn't believe. So as a play on that, I'm taking my guests through the Hang 10 series where we go through 10 questions and we take a deep duck dive into their knowledge and wisdom so that they can too pass on, you know, what's helped them benefit uh, their business and their lives. So, before that, I want to say these are my friends as well as my partners. Um, and I would like them to take this opportunity to tell the audience a little bit more about what they do and who they are.
1: Thank you very much, Dino. Thanks so much for having us. You're welcome.
2: Yeah. So, I'm Keely Yarusi.
1: And I'm Jason Yarusi. <laughs> and so, we are here in New Jersey. Uh, we come from a family construction business and we flip houses locally here in New Jersey and buy multifamily properties out in the Midwest with a couple hundred units under uh, management currently. And that's continuing to be our focus. And how we align with Dino is, of course, through building our team, we meet the right people and Dino is one of them. We're very happy to be on the show today. Thank you so much for having us on. So grateful.
0: Yes. Well, thank you. Um, The feeling is mutual. I'm excited to have you. So are you ready to hang 10? Yes, please. Okay, so the uh, the first question that we have uh, queued up for you today is number one: What was your aha moment? What drove you towards real estate versus anything any of the other millions and millions of options there there is to do with your life?
1: I'm gonna let you take this one. Sure. So I think it came down as you know my father and I had had this talk for a while, but it always comes that push or that pusher that that threshold is that you can talk about things that you want to do forever. I want to, you know, create the next big thing. I want to open a restaurant. I want to do whatever. And there were a lot of series of our events. uh, We were back running the, helping run the family construction business and it's very labor intensive work. We wanted to find other avenues to the point of being able to find cash flow without having to do so much activity because just the business we're in now, you know, I think at the time we decided we, we had about, 60 or 70 active projects as a you know a 10 man company going on wow. at the same time and it was a lot of work so at that point we we were just banging our heads against the wall you know good problems to have all the work but in the same part we wanted to find an outlet and that's where Puli came in and we talked about the, her getting into getting her I got
2: my real estate license so kind of the tipping point for me is that we got pregnant with our first child so wow. everything just sort of made sense. We had our construction company going, and it was very, very intensive. We had we had our new baby coming, and and Jason and I come from a restaurant background as well. We were living in New York. I was like, ah, oh, we're not raising a kid in New York. Um,
1: <laughs> Nor are we staying up till five in the morning. No, so we're not You know, the kids find a way to make that happen. But uh, but at yeah. that point, we we decided that this was a great avenue to to meet our goals, find our destiny, and get our lifestyle. That we want.
0: Yeah. Awesome. I like it. Okay, so number two, if you could go back and have a discussion with your younger self, what age would you be? What would you say? And why?
2: Hmm. I'm not sure what age. I guess this could be at any age, but maybe let's, let's pick 13, 12, 13. I would tell myself to not be so afraid. To hmm. take the leaps to take the opportunities that you are given throughout your life as they come don't wait you know maybe do due diligence and think a little bit but definitely jump more i'm a very very cautious person when it comes to change i'm you can ask jason he's like pulling, pulling me over i'm just like no i can't do it <laughs> and i realized it's it was a good experience good thing to jump into Um, So, yeah, for me, it's take the leap. Don't be afraid of change. Don't be afraid to be afraid.
1: Yeah, don't be so serious. I think on this point, uh, maybe, you know, somewhere in late late high school, college is that you can do a lot in a little amount of time. And what happens there, you don't have to be so worried about taking the next step because ultimately you have a lot of different ways to create a better life.
0: Yeah. So the reason you're saying you would go back to those ages and say those things, uh, the biggest reason why, you know, why would you go back? Do you think you could be even further advanced than you are now or?
1: Uh, It would always our point. I think we always focus on right now is focus. And just, and that seems to be the one thing we always struggle with and just, and just ideally, creating that clarity and what we want to do has really helped our life. And there's always, as you're younger, just finding the right guidance or it, that's where confusion comes from because yeah. you, you're just lost. And you know, am I too late to do this? Am I too old to do this? Am I not ready to do this? But ultimately you're only ready right now. So just go for it and do it.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent agree. we talked about this on the last, I was just on an episode of yours that hasn't aired yet, but we talked about that. Um, that Zig Ziglar says, you know, if you wait to leave the house, all the lights are on green, you're never going to go. And it's the same thing with children starting a business. I mean, if you wait till you're financially ready to have a child, you might, you you might be 90 before you feel so it's like you just make it happen and, uh, and take that big action. So I like that.
1: I have a rocket bar quote for you, which uh, goes right in your line. So no smooth sea ever made for a fine sailor.
0: That is true. (laughs) That is true. And I've been through, I have been through hurricanes uh, while it's serving in the United States Navy. We take ships. I don't know if people realize, I didn't know this until I was served in the service, but when hurricanes come, we actually take the ships out because we are better off then tied to the port where they're just going to get banged. So we had the luxury of riding out the literally (laughs) riding out the storm. And I saw on an aircraft carrier sailors that were like salty who had been there five plus years getting seasick on a carrier, uh, during hurricanes. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, so but that what did that do? It goes right to your point. That's how they became sailors. Uh, Number three, who has been the most influential person in your life and/or your career?
2: I think I
1: know where you're going to go. You want go first? Me? Yeah.
2: Actually, I have I have you know a list of people that I could spout off. Of I'm course. Gonna, I'm gonna say the first person that came to mind, Jason. I like it. The most influential person in my life and career is Jason.
1: Well, I appreciate that. It wasn't what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say your grandma, but I appreciate that. So, But no, it is I, – I think Keely and I found ourselves at the right time. Yeah. We had known each other for 13 or 14 years before, before. we got wow. together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just created a path for us that it, it, it didn't ultimately change who we are, but it allowed us to find who we are through each other. So. And
2: become more of the persons we were supposed to be. Right. We're supposed to have I a love it a, but you know mm-hmm. best time is now right?
0: That's, right that's right best time is now and uh hey that just goes to show how I mean I love power couples so you you guys you know just proved right there um what it what it takes and what it looks like so thank you for that thank you Number four, what has been the most instrumental tool that you use in your business? Now this could be, it could be a piece of technology, it could be a piece of paper, just what what has been the most instrumental tool in business?
2: Can I say Jason again?
0: <laughs> <laughs> a partner, of course.
2: No, but seriously, having having the right partner and it doesn't it doesn't always it's not always your spouse. Sometimes your friend, uh, relative, not your relative, but having that key person in your life, that key person that makes everything make sense is, is really the only way you're going to get further. Yeah. Even, even, you know, even you, you're sort of a one man show. You're not, you're not sitting with a partner right now, but you have multiple.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: That make you whole. Same thing with me and Jason. We make each other whole, and that's a key component of our business.
1: Um, I, I have so many different things going on at so many different times. It's been trying to find things that can trigger events without me having to be involved. Yeah. And so right now, Peely has been pushing me forever to get on sauna. For our flipping projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and now we're on Asana for all our projects and literally allowing tasks to be delegated and without me having to be and triggering when my activity is needed or when another person is needed. That would be from a flipping side, a multifamily side. Um, we're working uh, to use a CRM now that's helping us track our investors better um, and just getting all, more automated with the process, right? Sure. So Not just one tool, it's, but, it's, but it's tools that are allowing us to really make the process easier. It's like, you know for construction i wear the same thing every day like just i, I take that out of the way just so i don't have to like screw around with it and so that's why when i'm like really, i have 73 <laughs> pairs of socks i can't find any of them <laughs> they're the same it's a sock monster it's a sock Soch monster, monster. <laughs> <laughs> right we the same it? wa shirts right so i just keep ordering more that's it until, they, until they're all gone but i just wear the same thing just to try and make it easier and easier and easier in rotation just to take out because there's too many decisions to make every day that's yeah and that's where you lose your time. You know, they spend three hours getting dressed or five hours for what you're going to do for lunch or just, you know, exaggerating, but right. There's enough time to get after your goals. Uh, but make the things simple. That should be simple.
0: correct. I love it. Okay. Um, so number four, What has been the best or most influential book? Now, this includes audio books because a lot of people, I know I was just talking to um, one of my partners, as you mentioned, and she was saying, uh, you know, she was telling me about a book she was reading. I was like, oh, I I did that on audio. And she's like, well, what do you you think I'm actually reading it? (laughs) It's audio. So uh, audio, it could be podcast, movie, documentaries. What's helped you throughout life and real estate? Most influential. Well,
2: for me, I have two. I have The One Thing by Gary Keller and Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. One yeah. thing really just started me on a path of focus because I, I need it every day in my life. I'm very scattered if I don't have like everything written down, everything, like basically having my calendar tell me what to do on right. this hour at this minute. Um, so having The One Thing, being told that you know, instead of trying to multitask, humans are not very good multitaskers. It's a lot. You pick that one thing, that most important. It's usually the most uncomfortable thing in your day, and you just get it done. The rest, the rest will just come. It'll Correct. Just come it'll flow and it'll be good. That's usually that's usually what happens to me every day. Yeah. That I do get my one thing done. The days I don't, uh, <laughs> don't talk to me. So and it then. Is the, true,
1: right? it, 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 it's, it's true, right? It's definitely true because, right, our mornings, because it, it, you. With kids, they're amazing, but they have their own direction when they get up. You know, there's yeah. no no set direction sometimes when they get up and, you know, I, I don't know, they, they're starving or, you know, they <laughs> they somehow got peanut butter in, in their hair. <laughs> Whatever happens, you know, like it just goes. And so if you don't have your time for yourself to really set your day right and set yourself on the, on the right track, the day can go in a different direction than you anticipate very quickly.
2: Well, and that brings us to The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. So Jason's really good, really regimented, wakes up, does it, and Gets on with his day. I'm usually with our five month old. Sometimes he wakes up at four thirty. Sometimes he wakes up at five. Sometimes he's up all night. Mm-hmm. But I have realized, especially in the past like past month, that I just need to do it and get it done. So I'm gonna, if I have to, I'll wake him up, feed him, put him back down. Four thirty in the morning. Have my quiet time.
1: Yeah,
2: need it. You need to wake up on the right note. Because I almost didn't do that this morning, and my day almost blew up yeah but taking that time for yourself it's key
1: yeah i think it's constantly evolving um i just uh well i agree, right same thing audible but uh extreme ownership by jocko willis was really good just uh, just talking about just various levels of, of just taking control of yourself and that helps you more uh there was one good part in there where he was talking about the, the seal teams doing their tests and the uh the team that that kept losing you know the the, the leader uh, was getting so uh, upset with the team and everything else and, and he was constantly getting him down on himself and the team that kept winning uh was, and he kept blaming the team saying it was the team's fault he couldn't do it because the team the team that kept winning um you know they did won like the other team was coming in eighth this team was coming in first they, they the seal um, operator or commander took the the head guy from the winning the winning team every time and putting him on the losing team and the head guy from the losing team onto the winning team and ultimately then the losing team that was getting eighth place Every time is ultimately now winning every race, and now the the winning team because they had poor direction, the right leader, not the right mindset or or mind frame, was now not winning. Even though now the guy who's blaming his team had the best team in there, so it really comes down to just taking control and taking uh, of what you can control yourself and your actions.
2: The only person you can change is yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah, and the only thing constant is change. And I, I like what I like what you said about um we don't we're not made for multitasking, which is so true. Um it's kind of like you think you're multitasking, but you're not. If I'm on a phone call or I'm doing this podcast right now, and someone walks into that door and says, I need XYZ, and I say, Okay, here's what you need to do. Boom, 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 go handle it. I think I multitask, but actually I just stopped, started, stopped. And start it again, and the more we could reduce startup moments, because we're laser focused on the thing we're actually doing. So the right answer would have been to lock all the doors so no one can get to that door, <laughs> um, so that I don't have the start and stop up. So I I I'm in alignment with that and understand and agree agree with it wholeheartedly. Um, daily habits and some of this we probably might have touched on, but some of the daily habits or rituals that you perform help stay help you stay focused and um, be successful.
1: Yeah, it's the miracle morning. I think we both touched on it. Just yeah. making sure we can start the day in the right uh, format and you know having that process down for working out, where we have our cycle in the
0: morning too for working out.
2: Yeah, any day you don't, mdi yeah, I don't, my day explodes and I can't function. So I may, yeah. like, even now I'm just like I'm stuttering thinking about not. My day started off yep. right.
0: Right. Yeah, it's hard to get back on track if it doesn't start off on the right.
2: And don't don't allow yourself not to do it. So, so say you wake up late, or your or the kids wake up early, or something happens in the morning that throws you off. Take a moment, cry about it, write something on Facebook that's bad. Go back <laughs> and erase it. Yeah. Take that moment to allow yourself to just kind of like blah, and then turn around and get over it just have your moment let yourself be black and then get over it yeah. and then do start over again you're allowed to start over again yeah take that time for yourself
0: all right mm-hmm. um so that was the ritual stay focused number seven what's the best piece of advice you would give to someone just starting out as a real estate investor and you could be specific because i know even that word when i say real estate investor it could be someone who invests passively it can be an active it could be a a residential redeveloper a developer
1: surround yourself with people that are doing it successfully in whatever niche you want and no new thoughts follow their plan there's everybody's there's a million different ways you can do real estate but whatever way you want to do it people are doing it successfully you're not smarter than everybody else. I'm sure not smarter than probably eighteen thousand times the people I surround myself with. Yeah, and I just follow what they do, and it allows me one to take out the thought process of me trying to create some new idea, and two allows me just to follow a proven process that works. I have nothing to add. All of that.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I like that because um, someone that I plug into and and follow and look up to. You know, he says. There's so we have we have too many options and all these options could be great people and be very successful. However, what he does is he chooses one person every year and he said, this is who I'm plugging into. This is who I'm reading and consuming and I'm going to follow this person's action because otherwise, even though you've got two people both very successful, they might have different methods. So find the one that you're aligned with and don't reinvent the wheel and go all in.
1: I had, we had someone at our meetup and I was laughing because he was like, you know, I think I'm going to start with, with, uh, you know, buy and hold and then maybe, or maybe I'll do Airbnb or maybe I'll, I'll do wholesaling or maybe, maybe I'll wholesale yeah. houses or maybe, uh, maybe I'll, I'll do multifamily. And I was like, well, what if you wholesale apartment buildings? He was like, oh, what if I do that? And I was like, no, 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 I'm just kidding. I was like, just pick one of them. Cause you, you're not, it's not like you're, Peter, stuck in concrete. You have to do it for the rest of your life, right? Just start with one of them. Commit six months to yourself. See if you even like it. You know, you, yeah. may, you may start flipping and be like, I, I hate this, you know, like, or also like, oh, I, I don't feel like this is right for me. Like, but then you can pivot, but give it six months. Don't give it 20, 20 minutes or, you know, an hour. And then you hear a podcast and because podcasts are absolutely wonderful, but they can, you know, if you're listening to podcasts with multiple levels of, of real estate, you can, y- y- every day you could, you could find something new to do. Today I'm going do right. tax strategies, you know. Uh, next week I'm going to do lease options. You know, the following week I'm going to do flipping. The next uh, the next week I'm going to do apartment buildings. The next week after that, you know, buying. Then I'm going to do uh, you know, uh, the burst strategy.
0: Yeah, never
1: stops. And Philly's laughing me because that's what I that's me. Like no, but I <laughs> I do do too. But I but I always here's what I like. I like to take those strategies and find how they implement right. And so so what you can do is find parts of it that work in your business. So. If you can take a large apartment building and maybe put some short-term rentals in it, okay, great. If you can find some corporate rentals that go with the strategy that works for them, great. So yes, not saying don't and just pigeon yourself—you won't learn everything. But this is why you have Miss Smith over here who doesn't uh, <laughs> doesn't like change because then she beats you back. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I get it I understand. I understand hundred <laughs> percent. it's you gotta just don't reinvent find that one thing and go for it. and like you said we've got we have so much time I think that's that's one of the things that really has kind of hit me recently is that we have we really have more time than than we're led to believe that we have. So you might have someone in their late 30s, even early 50s, it, you know, broad range of 20s, even 60. If you like what you're doing and you're plugged in and your craft makes you happy, it's not too late. So you choose that one thing. and So maybe I'm 60 years old and I've been doing this other one thing and I'm ready for a change or I'm finally ready to, to follow my passion and I realize... I have another I have another 25 30 solid years you know in today's modern technology and how we you know, we are with medicine to really like dig deep not live with regret and go for it.
2: Yeah. Exactly. And Love well it. for instance like when Jason and I first got started we used our construction background and we lift buildings. So we're like, well why don't we do that? Why don't we lift a yeah. lift a house, add square footage, and then flip the house that way and renovate it and put it back on market i mean that's great um for, that's a great value add but so we did that and we almost failed miserably we needed we didn't have any of the systems or anything in place but we jumped into it did it and then we're like okay let's let's try something different we know how to do that so we got into wholesaling we got into um just regular flipping like putting lipstick on a pig yeah um and we started getting into multifamily and you know jason's serial entrepreneur and i'm like okay we're also starting a family but without doing all this stuff we might have not been able to focus back and learn to yep. focus because yep. now we're actually going back to lifting and flipping yep. the
1: original strategy is the one that gives us the most value. Yeah. we were we were getting stuck because there was a lot of things within the, the business we do that are out of our control within like utility disconnects, you know, permitting process. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've found ways to streamline that and cut, you know, a couple months off our timeline. And you can imagine with any process, you know, if you, for anything that, if you can, you know, facilitate the, the, the movement of money quicker, you make more yeah. money.
2: And yeah. doing that allows us to spend more of our time in the multifamily
0: aspect. As well. Right. Yeah. And if you, I've seen, uh, so it's mind boggling. It just blows your mind if you don't come from that background. I saw a video that you two had posted on, um, I believe it was Facebook, which was showing one of the, uh, a move. And it is really, you're like, how does this happen? (laughs) Like a magic trick or something. But um, it was, it was like a time lapse. I don't know if you had a drone or how it was really done professionally, but I was like, wow
1: was my Amazing. dad and my brother. If I find them; they they move them. Right? So so yeah. I, I get the I get the easy part. But yes, they are they are very skilled at what they yeah.
0: do. Okay, so that number we are on number eight. What's the one thing we talked about? One thing several times. But what's the one thing that you would have done differently when you first started real estate investing?
1: Quicker, go quicker. don't, yeah. don't put your toe in the water. Just jump in. And, that, and that's it, because ultimately, you know, you got to have failure and fail forward. Um, mm-hmm. But generally, the, the nice thing about real estate, I mean, you, you can lose it all. But generally, like, if you're flipping a 500000 hour house, and, you know, you're usually some part leveraged, that if you, say you lost money, right? You typically don't lose $500,000. Maybe you lose like 10 or 15,000 hours, but you're so worried about that point. Like, well, how can I flip a 200000 hour house or an 80000 hour house? Because generally, it's not all in you generally have some part of leverage that's against you mm-hmm. not to say don't do your due diligence and at least have some process around yourself with the right people but jump all in because you find what you need as you go right. it's like even like you know like raising money or, or just getting an apartment. you don't know the questions asked or how to talk to people until you have the conversations because you may have one investor that just wants to know, hey, if I give you this amount of money, how much do you anticipate this return will be over a certain amount of time? Then you have another investor that wants to know about the property management company, the, the, the local market, you know, the building, the, the plumbing, the whole nine. So yeah. you want to understand each different person, so you can have that talk track with each investor.
2: Yeah, I agree. I really have nothing to add to that because I, I mean, I wish, especially with the multifamily aspect, we had just had our first child, and yeah. we had just gotten another bulldog. And we are just starting to systematize our uh, flipping uh, and wholesaling business. And Jason's uh-huh. like, guess what we're going to do? We're going to buy large apartment buildings. I'm like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I like I – like, the whole turtle shell. I don't, I don't do that. I'm gonna stay in my nice little box that we're creating here. Yeah. Um,
1: Generally, it's it's it's. We I have ideas, and and if I if I pound on the idea long enough, she lets me do it. Kind of thing. <laughs> Although I didn't get that duck dynasty uh, duck donut franchise. No. I wanted, even though they did <laughs> open said, one, I said this would be a great market for it. And what happens said, after eight <laughs> months? They open up a duck donuts because no. uh, right down the street, I knew it was gonna be a good market for it. But we'll see. <laughs> we will test it on how well they do. Yeah, so I may go in there every day just to boost sales. But besides that, we're not, we're not going outside of what we're doing right now.
2: No. <laughs> so yes, fail forward.
0: Fail forward. I like it. Yeah. Take action. Dream big. Start bigger. Find someone that's already doing it. Don't reinvent the wheel. Just like do what they do. Success is the result of doing certain things a certain way. So if one can do it, so can another. Okay, number nine, so if you had to choose one, I like this one, if you had to choose one, would it be to have, here is a million dollars right now and it's liquid today, or would you choose the alternate, which is to travel back in in time, being able to take all of the knowledge and wisdom that you have right here, right now, and start over, and why?
2: I take the money all day
0: okay (laughs) she's taking the money
2: i have a lifetime of mistakes that i've learned from that i would never want to not have and yeah i mean it sounds great to go back but then would i come back to this point would i i mean every decision you make on a daily basis no matter the no matter what knowledge you have Mm -hmm. changes the course of your life and it doesn't matter if you know everything the people that you surround yourself with the people that you come in contact with the people you're driving next to affect your life so it True. doesn't matter what you know because everybody else has a say in your life whether you like it or not so i'll take the money
1: okay <laughs> no, I, I i could do both of them and that's that's a weak answer but i just say <laughs> to say the point about the money now is that i feel i i i have the tools and i have the confidence in place that now I, I would be able to put that to work for people or others and, and be very successful with that. Going back with that knowledge, same thing. Um, that's going to come back to, you know, there's so many different things. Like, where am I put? Am I put in 2007? I'd kill it. You know, like it, with what I have now, you know, like right. if, I, if I was in, you know, a, a different time, you know, you think about all the knowledge you have in so many different aspects, where do you get put back in time and how are you going to use it? And which strategies would you have to change or pivot with? It? Yeah. So not a wrong answer. I mean, there, you can go both ways and just look at it from, the opportunity to be
2: there, right?
0: Well, yeah, we got a couple of deals that could use a million dollars. That helps. You <laughs> yeah, no, I and I agree. Um, it, it, you know, if you give me the billion now, I know exactly what to do with it. Uh, having said that, if I could take everything that's in this brain and go back to whatever X age, it's like I know the roadmap. And so the things that I wish I would have done differently. I had that opportunity again, but then again, you know, to your point, it's like for me, it's like, since I've, my oldest is nine, my daughter is nine and then this has been literally the fastest nine years of my life. Um, the the slowest four years were the years that I was in the service because I was young. It was real life. Um, there was some tough situations and, but looking back on it, it, it seemed like a day was a year, but looking back on it, although that might've been some of the toughest times for me, the lessons learned and what it did, it made me who I am today. So I wouldn't go back and say, well, I wouldn't do that again because actually it was probably the best thing that I did, you know, for, for many reasons. Yep. Okay. So number 10, um, what excites you, what juices you as they say, and what projects are you currently working on?
1: You want to start with me? Go ahead. Uh- I just think the way that we're positioning our future, that's, that's what's exciting. You know, we, we had a really good look back at 2018. Uh, just all the highlights, we made a highlight reel for just really a family video. It was just great. Uh, and just looking forward at 2019 and just and just the path we're taking. And we just know it's going to ultimately pay off. And there's going to be, you know, we're going to fail. We're gonna, It just happens, right? But we're yeah. going to have so many success on top of those failures and learn from what we've done. That I'm just really excited to see the direction it's taking because it, sometimes you 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 don't have the validity to see if it's actually working. But I feel confident in the path we're pro- taking and just the success we've had. And right now, now I feel like the direction has finally come together because sometimes you're throwing things at the wall as you're, as you're figuring it out to see what's making the most sense. And now it's it's the mud starting to become like the Picasso. You know. Right, right, <laughs> right. What,
2: but he, to what Jason was saying, like this year, the word is focus. We've circled back in our flipping business to the one thing that we started out with, which was um, lift and flips. It's
1: and used everything at. we've learned at the last couple of years yes. to make this so quick and efficient and now amplified it. You know, yep. going from, you know, buying one house here and there, where we just we have like five or buying now, you know, and with others, and just to the point that it's easy because now okay. we know the process.
2: So now that we have that solidified and that that's actually taking shape and it's becoming our niche. It's becoming something we can do that others can't. We can focus more of Jason's energy, my energy, our team's energy on multifamily, on providing for our children, which is why we got into this in the first place or why yeah. I did in the first place to take that to the next level.
1: Yeah. 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 Working on have a couple multifamily family projects. Uh, you know, we're working to get to the finish line, uh, and that's awesome. We're very excited. Everybody's saying there's no deals out there. Sure. Well, there are deals out there, but you, you have to you have to do the work. You got to you got to keep working. And uh, why everybody's just saying it's not happening? You have to find how it is happening because people are buying buildings, and yeah. there's opportunities out there always on the high side and the low side. Wherever we feel we are in the cycle, there's always opportunities where there's some seller who who has a motivation to sell for some reason that is a good situation for us to be able to help and yes so we're always looking for those opportunities and you can think outside the box of how you're going to find it we just found one through a lawyer found one through a property management company through a cost segregation company through a letter mm-hmm. through Cra- craigslist if you think you can't well
2: chances are
1: chances are you're right but if you think you can you're also right yeah I mean, that's also a zigzag or,
0: yeah yeah so yeah yeah for sure I agree and we're we're actually all we're all speaking at the same uh, virtual conference next Friday not this one but next Friday and um, that is actually the panel that I'm on is we're gonna be discussing the state of the Union for the 2019 outlook on multifamily and I think that because we play in the same space correct me if I'm wrong but yep. we are providing B and C class workforce housing we're helping the backbone of our economy have a safe affordable place to live creating a community for them and no matter what the market does as long as you have your debt your debt coverage ratio right you don't over leverage you're in the right place in the right market we are always the demand is is uh, the demand is outpacing the supply that's a great problem to have again no matter what the market does um, just like the stock market's going up and down, well, rent is still rent. It didn't affect anything on that contract. So, yes, you might, as an operator, have to lower your rent a little, but your occupancy is going to be out the roof because no matter what, people need shelter, and they need a safe, affordable place. So I am actually, we, you know, as you are, we're buying – and I believe that 2019 is gonna be another year. If one can do it, so can another. So if Jason can find off-market through his property management companies or get pocket listings or his cost segregation companies bringing, guess what you can too? Be patient, stick to your underwriting guidelines, and they're there.
1: Slow drips, follow-up slow drips every week. Just yeah. touch base, touch base. Yes. touch base, touch base. and you know, you don't need to buy five houses a month or five houses at a time for multifamily, you can buy one building a year, one building every two years, one building every five years. Be
0: so yeah,
1: I'm right, the right opportunity. You can do a lot of damage.
0: Sure. Okay, well, before um, I close out the show, I want to thank you so much for hanging 10. It's been great. I know the listeners are gonna get a ton of value from this, which is what our our aim is. Tell Maybe. us how we can or how the viewers, the listeners can get a hold of you and contact you.
2: Uh, I would say best way is email uh com or jason at com. You can find us at dot com.
1: And also uh, the real estate investing foundation podcast. We have some awesome guests like Mr. Dino Pierce on and uh, his yep. second episode's coming up shortly, so stay tuned. You got some <laughs> dynamic things there. Dino, thank you so much.
0: Yes, thank you. Thanks for being with us. So I hope you found this information helpful. And whether you're here for the education or the entertainment, if you know someone that's having trouble finding the right place to put their money and make it go out there and sweat for them, do me a favor. Please tell them about this information. I don't have anything to sell, but I am on a mission. And I will continue to have quality guests like the Uruces and provide consultative uh, quality education for people on this phenomenal alternative investment. This is Dino Pierce, CEO of Edified Equity, signing off with the Urussis. Make it a great day. You certainly deserve it. Goodbye.